Okay, Shabbos Naftal Ramadalov. We are up to Gufa. So that is seven lines in. Gufa Boy Rabbi Barabayas. The classic. This is a classic question that that uh, we have many halachas that come out halacha l'maisa from this question. We'll see. This has many ramifications of the halacha. We even stretched this so far. I gave a share on this recently about giving ashkacha to a uh, to a bar to have kosher food, but. People get a little too drunk, maybe a little too much tarivis. So you have questions of doing something which will save some people, right? But it will prevent other avers. So we're going to get to that question at the end of the Gemara. But even even uh, other other uh, questions come up from this sugya. But let's see, one piece at a time. Kufa. So this person is making his pita, his lafa. He puts the dough on the side of the, in the, in the, in the wall, on the wall oven. And now he realizes it's Shabbos. So Hitiru Lodar Daisa, did they say it's mutter for him to t- remove it? Kaidem Shiyavai Lidei Chiyav Chatos. Before he comes to a Chiyav Chatos, Oilai Hitiru, or they did not allow it. So what's what the question? Is the, what is the what is the Chiyav Mitzvah Banan ah, taking the bread off? Great question. So the Rishonim struggle with that. What is this Isidur Banan? Meaning, let's say a person. Shabbos morning, he puts a chicken, pot of chicken soup on the fire. And he's like, whoa, raw chicken soup. Let's assume it's, even if it's muksa. So whoops, it's going to cook. So if it's muksa, you can't move with your hands, but you can take your elbow, you push it off the, the stovetop, no problem. There's nothing wrong with taking a pot off the fire. The problem over here, and taking bread out of the oven, we're not being an issue. Assuming your ovens don't have all the bells and whistles that's going to cause things to go off and on. But uh, a typical bread taking out of the oven, no problem. They would slap it on the wall of the oven. Right. Peeling it off was an answer. Dirabanan. Machlekes, either it was because, this is how I've been calling it on the daf. It's, it's uh, over the hall. In many the most Rishonim learned it's over the hall. It was a special way of doing it. And that that's the answer called over the hall. So don't do it. Do it a different way. Do it a different way, perhaps, but it could be that's all part of the exam. Redias it, it took. A, if you try to peel it, then the, the other way it probably won't peel off. Like you're an Olympic pita? Oh, if you don't know how to peel it off, it's going to be half. It's going to be stuck on the <laughs> half. It's going to be stuck on the on the wall. So let's assume it's either over the hall. And the Rambam learns that Chazal don't want you busy with this in the oven because then you might come to cook on Shabbos. So it's right. a called Rediyas Apas. Either way, it's Asr. So the question is, can I violate this small Isidra to save myself from Achiv Chatas? So now the Gemara is going to get into what exactly is this case? What's the Shailah? What is the case? The person forgot it was Shabbos. So for Shabbos morning, he thinks it's Friday and he's making lafa for Friday night, but he doesn't realize, wait, Shabbos ready. But he, and he never remembered. He never remembered it was Shabbos. So the whole thing was Bishaygeg. This is a classic case of Shaygeg. So the question is, so who's asking the Shailah? If he never remembered it was Shabbos, so when is he asking me, can I peel it off or do I have to leave it on and be Chayavachatas? He never remembered. So that must be the Yahadar Vitkar. He remembered either someone reminded him or he himself remembered that it was Shabbos. The problem is, if a person remembers it's Shabbos prior to the bread baking, so the halacha is, we went to the Mishnah, all those that are chayav chatas, the whole entire act and the result of the act must have been done when the person was he did not know the that he's doing something wrong he didn't know it was Shabbos didn't know that it was Asr 
according assuming that's a chatos, right? So if you find out a middle, then you would never be bring a chatos. And what did we just say? Shiyab kaidim shiyavili dechi of chatos. So Allah b'mezid. It must be the, the case was b'mezid. He did it b'mezid, and he wants to save himself from skila. So what's the problem with that? That's not the case. That's not what we said. We said kaidim shiyavili dechi of chatos, right? So the Gemara, so the Gemara, Kardim Shavali De Isser Skila Mibayale. If it's true that we're talking about a Mazid, then what's the person trying to save himself from? Chi of Skila. So that can't be the case. So I'm Rav Shi. If he peels it off. He wants to peel it off. That's a Shaila. He wants to peel it off. And the difference between Skila and and Chatham is whether you're Mazid or whether you're. Shagging, exactly. So it has to be. So far at this point, show you because you use the term, use right. the term chatos, uh, right? So I'm Rav Sheila, La'oyla, we're talking about Bishogi. The person did it by mistake and he left. Ruben wakes up in the morning, Shabbos morning, he puts the pita in the oven, slaps it on the side of the oven, and now he leaves. He goes to, he goes to Shul, I don't know. He thinks he's, he's gonna go put on his tefillin, right? And he's gonna realize in Shul that, it was, that it's Shabbos. Now, Ulamaniti, who's asking the Shaila? Moshe, Moshe wakes up in the morning right after this guy. And you're like, what's this guy doing in Shabbos? Now you want to know, can I pull it off? I want to save this guy from, from bringing a chatas. If I leave it on, he's chayv a chatas. Can I pull it off? I'll only, be, only violate this. Well, what's Rabbanan. my community between me and you? So maybe the person himself, he for sure should be able to save himself. But the question is, can you save him? Can you violate a small iser to save your, se- your friend from a bigger iser? Mm. Because mm. it's Pasha that it's that right. Right. I just want to show how. I don't ha- see a difference though. Well, I'll give an example. Let's use a cure of example because this does come up. Here we go. Let's say a person is not affiliated with Yiddishkeit. Can they drive on Shabbos once, <laughs> twice, three times in order for them to be exposed to Yiddishkeit? It's going to save them, save them from intermarriage, save them from a life full of uh, yes. of worthlessness. Maybe yes. Okay, Shiloh, right? That's a derisa, whatever. Good Shiloh. Please can debate that. Now, for that person himself, it's probably mutter. Let me ask you another question. Can I go, I want to do Kiruv, can I go to a place where I'll be over the Isser of, of uh, something, whatever the Isser would be, it's a place that I, it's not appropriate for a, uh, a young man to be, and, but I will maybe save this guy and I'll bring him back to Yiddishkeit, right? It's a different Shiloh. One's talking about him himself, he has to view his own picture in life, and we could say he, he, the, the, the individual, he, it's, he should take more risk to save himself. But who says, I'm allowed to do an Avera to save someone else, right? Can I, so, so let's go back to our bread case. So Moshe, can I t- peel off the pita in order to save this guy from Mechiv Chatos? Maskele Rav Sheishas, Rav Sheishas asked, doesn't make any sense. Do we ever tell a person, Chatei, do an Avera, Kedeshe Yizke Chavercha, so that your friend should be Zeicher? We never say that. Halachas, you don't do that. We never say chatei kadesh right. Now, what if it wouldn't be an avera? All you did was put a pot of chicken soup on the fire, and all I got to do is elbow it off to the flame, and I'll save you. Not only sh- am I allowed to, there's a mitzvah for me to do that. Right. I definitely should. But the so problem you should definitely is should some, do kira. But the question is, if in I'm going to violate there's something, some, there's some iser. Because Rediyah is a pass. The therefore, fine. Elam Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, La'olam, what we're talking about is b'mezid. The person did it on purpose. Ah, you told me that the, the case, the Shiloh was, 
Let's just change around the words. Ve'ema, what was the Shiloh? Rabbi Rabbi asked, do we say he's allowed to take off the bread? Kardim shiavali the iser skila. So we just change the words. We're talking about skila the entire time, mm. and that's the question. So the Rishonim asked the following question. Let's let's go. Let's get into the head of this person. So, Ruvain is is about to bake his pita. Two Adam come to him, Rabbi Smith, Moshe Tabush, and they say, "Fellow, you put the pita in the oven. You're chayiv skila." And he says, "Afa pikein de dibor." He puts it on. Like, what are you doing? Chayiv skila. Now he says, "Guys, can I can I take it off?" And we tell him, "No, you got to leave it on. You're not a bibi bar at a shiloh." We tell him, no, you have to leave it on. Would he actually be Chayef Skila at the end? Would he actually be Chayef Skila? So, so there's, there's, there's uh, two options. Taisa says, no, it can't be Chayef Skila. It can't be that Rabbanon would, would cause this person with their Isser to be Chayef Skila. So they gave him like an amnesty. That if you listen to us, they be from Skila. Some of the other Rishonim saying this is brought down by the Chida. And the RSC, the Kajal of Regard, there's a following uh, question, which is, we know the answer, but it's a, it's a fascinating question to think about. Why wouldn't we Wha- just take it off? I'd rather be over an issue of We tell him no, we tell him not later. He would, anyways. Would he, would he listen to us? Is he going to listen to us? Following question. Does, we all know that chuva works, right? Someone could do chuva, almost any other. Look at Rabbam 10 Prokham Hilcha Does Bezdin recognize chuva? Let's say a person did an Avera. He, uh, he, he grills a steak and Okay, he lives in, uh, in America. Two of them tell him, you put the steak on the grill, you're over Bishel on Shabbos, you're high of skila. I don't care. Grills it. Okay, we call him to Bezin, we bring him uh, Hasmana. He's not coming. He flies to Israel, moves to Tzvat. 30 years later, we find the guy. Long white beard. He has a whole Gansa family, everything. He did tshuva, right? He really did. Does Bezin say, too no. bad, right? So, so halakhali, no. It doesn't recognize tshuva. Tyra Lava Shemai, we have to go with what we see. But it's a fascinating debate. Why not? Why not? So some of the Akhredim want to say, what do you mean? This case was a great example of where a person did tshuva. Why? The Ramam says, what's tshuva? Tshuva is you had a similar situation, and you passed the test. So let's think about it. This guy was willing to bake on Shabbos. He had no problem baking on Shabbos. Adam told him, Chayef Skila, no problem. He bakes on Shabbos. Then two minutes later, we tell him, if you leave it on... Yechayev Skila, but don't take it off because the Rabbanan said there's Radiyas Apas, and he's willing to listen to us to not violate over the Chol, the Rabbanan, even though he's going to kill himself. That's the Chayev Skila. That's Juva. He did Juva. Okay, so there's a, there's a case that Bezin actually knew. Fine, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting discussion. Now, at what point what is he, he has to leave it there the whole Shabbos? Does it, does it the burn? bread? No, once it's baked, so then. You could take it. Uh, oh, I don't know, actually. It could be Radiyas Apas is always Asr. Yeah, you still can't eat it. You can't eat it anyway. I'm asking if you have to take it off. I'm saying it's going to burn up in, the, in your oven. Whatever. <laughs> right, it's your fault. Your fault, exactly. You got bigger problems. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> where you live. Right. No, if it's any, any time it would be Pikuach Nefesh, they would definitely be able to take it off. Okay. He, he didn't learn it as a Shiloh. He, he learned it as a Din. Someone puts bread in the oven. He himself is allowed to remove it. Before... He, uh, he comes to, to Skila. Okay, that was just a small digression from the main sugya at hand. Let's go back to our sugya. So, the Mishnah said, Pashat on Yisiyah, that we had all these different cases in the Mishnayis, and we're transferring from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Now, the question is, 
in all the cases, we're transferring either from someone's hands or to someone's hands, right? Ani balabayas. So the Gemara asks a fundamental question in Hilcha Shabbos. Am I chayev? Why would the Ani who who uh, put something in the balabayas' hands? So let's say I'm the Ani. I'm going to put something about in. this already last off. Right, but wait, wait, a different question. Yeah, we're going to speak about this case, these cases for the next few dafim. No, but, but with this exact question. No, he didn't get this question yet. Okay, read it and I'll answer it. Okay, Rega. Am I chayiv? Why is the ani chayiv? Let's say I'm the ani, I put my, my coffee in my Smith's hands. Vahabi'inon, we need to have Akira Vahanachamel Gabi Makim Arba Al Arba. We know from somewhere, let's assume we know this, the Rishonim debate, where exactly we know this, but we, we know this. We know that an Akira Hanacha has to be on a Makim Dal by Dalad. That that's called putting it down, that's called picking it up. So let's say from the ground, you pick it up from the ground, oh, you picked it up from a place. But if I pick it up from something that's less than four by four tvachim, leka, that is not uh, and that is not considered kira hanacha. So when I put something in Rabbi Smith's hands, or when I pick something off from Rabbi Smith's hands, why is that called a kira hanacha? There's no dal by dal. Right? Uh, didn't we ask this yesterday? Maybe you learned the daf yesterday. <laughs> No. Not this stuff. Not, not this question. Maybe the Gemara, maybe the Rishonim alluded to this question later on. We didn't have this exact question. We had something where you load something on someone. Right. Is that called? But then we brought our case for the case of the Right. So, so, so you have to say either this sugya really comes before that. That either we have to know this first and then we get that. Or maybe a person's goof is dollar by dollar. A person's body is uh, four by four. A person's right. hands we consider a separate entity. Think that's right. Right. But we'll see. We're going to get back to it. We're going no, it's good. It's good. It's a good kasha. Are you saying what do we need the sugi for? We obviously, I know the answer. The answer is yeah, because if uh, if someone is taunting someone, he put he loads someone with something, that's considered a kira as long well, as he was stationary. I'll tell you what it is? We said in the Mishnah in the case where they both went halfway, we said they're both putter. But in the case where the ani went, picked it up from the guy's hand. I'm saying Hi, that that's is the Mishnah. The, that is the akira hanacha. So Freight the Gemara, the question the Mishnah. How does the Mishnah know that? Why is it true? Right. Question the Mishnah. So we have to talk in the, in the Tanam terms. So we have to find a Tana that learns like the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah clearly said it. So I'm a Rabbah. Who's the Tana? Hamani. Who's the Tana of our Mishnah? Rabbi Kiva. Damar. Rabbi Kiva holds. Loi be'inon makayim arba alaba. You do not need a hanacha, a kira hanacha on a place that's four by four. You don't need that. That din that you're saying that everybody holds, you need to have dal by dal tzvachim. Not true. How do we know this? The Tanai went in the Mishnah and Perik Hazarik. Hazarik Mishasiyachad, the Shasiyachad. Okay, so I'm standing on my porch, and let's see, my porch is a Rishasiyachad, and you're you're across the street from me on your porch, and there's a Rishasarabim in between, and we're playing catch. Okay? Hazarik Mishasiyachad, Rishasiyachad, or Rishasarabim Be'emtza, and Rishasarabim is, is in the middle. So when I throw my baseball across the street, what's the halacha? Rabbi Kiva says, Mechayef, I'm Chayef Chatas, even though the ball never rested in Rishasarabim. The Chachamim say, Poitrin, there's no Chayef Chatas. So let's see why they each hold what they hold. So Rabbi Kiva Sava, Rabbi Kiva holds, I'm reading on the halachas we say, Kluta, when something's in the air, Kemisha Hunchadami, it's as if it's resting on the ground. And therefore, when I throw something through the airspace of Rishasarabim, it's as if I threw it into Rishasarabim. And I'm chayev chatas. Rabbanan Savri, Rabbanan Hold, that we don't say that kluta in the air is as if it's resting on the ground. Now, at the end of the day, according to Rabbi Kiva, from the very fact that when the ball is in the air, it's as if 
it's resting on the ground, one of two things. Either we say that the ground somehow lifts up and, and, and comes to the ball, and that's as if it's 4 by 4 talking, <laughs> or he doesn't hold this 4 by 4 talking business. That even if, if even a ball in the air is considered a hanacha, so for sure someone's hands, anything, you do not, you do not need this dollar by dollar tvachim. That's how the Abdenazer learns. That's how the, I think that's the easiest way of understanding the Gemara. The second way makes sounds like the right. most laws are right. You don't need you don't need dollar by dollar. That's what the that's what the Gemara says. A buyer hold. Uh, I'm a rabba. Hamani rabbi kiva. I'm a loyi beinon malkam abal abrev. Fine. Very good. Beautiful tarets. The problem is. Rabbah jumps for this, to this tarot, and Rabbah himself didn't even know what Rabbah Kiva held. How do we say this? Remember the Pshitale, the Rabbah. Are you telling me that Rabbah was, it was clear to Rabbah, the Vikluta, Kemishahun Chadami, that by Kluta, Kemishahun Chadami, that when the ball's within, uh, in the air, that's as if it's resting on the ground. And the Machlekes is within Tentvachim. They were talking about when it passed literally through Rishus Harabim. We know that. Tentvachim in the air or Tentvachim? Yeah. Tentvachim in the air. The air of Rishus Harabim. Mm-hmm. Above Tentvachim is already called Makam uh, Pator in Rishus Harabim. So it has to be within, it has to be very low, very low, uh, very low uh, throw, like a sinker ball, right? Something, a uh, submarine pitch, that it never goes above four, four feet. So really, it's so clear to Rabba, Vahami Boy Boy Rabba. Rabba had a Shiloh. Rabba didn't know this. The boy Rabba, Rabba had the following Shiloh. When you have Machlikas, Rabbi Kiva, and the Chacham, it's a Mishnah. So what are they arguing about? His Shiloh was, do we say, Lamatamea Sarah Pligi? They're arguing when the ball passed lower than ten Tvachim. Uvaha Pligi, what's the Machlikas? Rabbi Kiva Savar, Kluta Kimishun Chadamia. So we call Rabbi Kiva holds once it's within ten tefachim, even though it's in the air, it's, it's it, the chiddush is it's like it's stationary, and and it's considered a hanacha. So there are, the the machlokas over here is is in mitzias whether that whether the air is like it's, uh, is it whether it's on yeah. the or not. It's lambdas. Is the air? It's lambdas. That would be the first way of learning the machlokas, right? And that's the machlokas over here between Rava and Rabbi Kiva. No, so no, Rabbi Kiva is just saying that that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Kiva. Why? Because our Mishnah holds that even less than dollar by dollar is called the Kira Nacha. It must be the Rabbi Kiva because Rabbi Kiva holds Kluta Kamishan Chadami. Where is Kluta in our case? No, so it's a, it, you, you were saying this because since Kluta shows me, I don't need dollar by dollar. Rabban don't hold any of the surface. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so I'd have uh-huh. to... The, if, if you hold Kluta, then you hold this case for sure. Right, and it makes sense. Right, okay. Okay. So, first way of understanding Machlekes is submarine pitch, okay? Lamata me'asara pligi. Ubahar pligi. So what is what is the Machlekes? You have a lamdusha Machlekes. Rabbi Kiva Sarva, this is lamdusha din of Kluto kemisha hon chadamia. That if it, even if it's in the air, it's as if it's resting. As long as within ten tvachim. Rabban sabi lo yamin kluta kemisha hon chadamia. Avo, however, they both agree. Lamala me'asara. If it's above ten tvachim, it was a high pitch. It was a it was a it was a high toss. Divrei hakol pater. Everyone agrees you're pater. That because it's already it's above rishus harabim. And with the Kuli Alman, everyone agrees to another point. We're going to mention, we're going to explain this. Loya finon zoireik mimoishi. We don't learn out the halacha of throwing from mimoishi from passing. Oh. Basically, in the Malechas Hamishkan, they had wagons. And, and when, when we talk about Roshos Hayachid and Roshos Rabin, Roshos Hayachid does not mean a private property. Right now, you walk outside this, this, this building, according to uh, our Erev, you are, you are standing in Roshos Hayachid. Rosh Hashanah is defined by mechitzas. 
that there are walls. So there's walls around us. There's a fence. There's the Highway 100 wall. You have a, a telephone pole. Different, 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 th- different things that make up our eruv. An eruv means mechitzas. So let's say you have a wagon. Even if you have a car, think about it. Let's say your hat blows off, and let's say there's no eruv where, where you live, and your hat blows off and falls on top of a car. So we're going to learn that. Uh, is mechitzas. Ten tefachim by ten tefachim is ten tefachim high, right? So if you pick your hat off the car and put it on your head, that might be in a sederaisa. You have to jump on the car, put your hat on. Yeah. You jump in the car. If you pick your hat off the top of a car, right. put it on your head, and you're standing in Rosh Hashanah, the hat is probably in Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. That might be in a sederaisa. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. You have to jump onto the car, so then you're in Rosh Hashanah, put the hat on and jump off. I don't know. But I'm saying, my point is, my point is to illustrate that Rosh is defined by mechitzas. So let's say we have two wagons, okay? Here we go, two wagons, and that we're passing something from wagon to wagon. Each wagon is a din of Rosh Hashanah, the tenth of Achamai, and part of, yeah, part of the Malachas Hamishkan was they would pass from wagon to wagon. So that's Usser. We're gonna learn Parakazarik. That is Usser, even though it's it's, it's going above Rosh Hashanah, we're above tenth of That's learned that from the Mishkan that Moishit is Usser. He's saying we do not learn out zoyrek mi that that's only when you actually pass it. But if you throw something, that would not be part of it. That's everyone agrees. That's the first way that Rabba said the machlekes might be. Again, Rabba is not sure what the machlekes is. Right. According to the first way, the machlekes is lamish machlekes. Do we say kluta kemisha hunchadami or or not? That's a option A. Option B. Like Dilma Rabbi says, maybe the Machlekes says like this: They're arguing when it's above ten tefachim ubahapligi. And this is the Machlekes. Rabbi Kiva savar yafinon zarek mimoshet. Rabbi Kiva holds you learn out zarek throwing from moshet. The same way moshet, even if it's above rishus harabim and we're passing from rishus yachid to rishus yachid, uh, it's aser because that, that's what they did in the Mishkan. So Rabbi Kiva says even throwing is aser. Rabbi Lamatam Sarah. Under ten, divri akol. If you're throwing your submarine pitch, divri akol chayiv. Everyone will hold your chayiv. My time. Amrina, we say kluta kemisha hunchadami. Maybe everyone agrees. We say kluta kemisha hunchadami. So how could Rabbi jump and say, "Oh, our Mishnah is like Rabbi Kiva"? He doesn't even know what Rabbi Kiva holds. Now, if you think about it, either way, Rabbi Kiva holds kluta kemisha hunchadami, right? That's what we said before in the beginning. So that's the kasha, mm-hmm. right? Either way, both of these cases, are, you, have, you have a good result. The Rabbi Kiva is the one that holds kluta kemisha hun chadami. So the truth is... I don't get the question. Uh, uh, let me ask you something else. Why don't we say that even the Rabbanon would hold like our Mishnah? According to this second way of reading it, that everyone agrees kluta kemisha hun chadami when it's within ten tvachim. So even the Rabbanon could be the Tana of our Mishnah. So why is he jumping to say Rabbi Kiva is the Tana of our Mishnah? Maybe the Rabbanon also the Tana of our Mishnah. Depends okay. if you learn Zarek Mimoshet or not. It depends how you learn the Machlekes Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi. Rabbi Kiva and, and the Cham. According to the first way of learning it, only Rabbi Kiva is the one that would say, Kluta Kemisha Yon Chadami. And you're right. Our Mishnah has to be like Rabbi Kiva. According to the second way, our Mishnah could be the Cham as well. So why is he jumping? Rabbi says, Ah, Maslisin Ki Rabbi Kiva. Meaning, it's a very good question. At the end of the day, either way, Rabbi Kiva is, that is a correct statement. The Mishnah could be like Rabbi Kiva, but why did he not? Why did he say the Mishnah is like Rabbi Kiva? Made the Mishnah like Osel Kachamim. Okay. Either way, the Gemara says Halakasha, not a Kasha. Basar di boy hader if she delay. First, he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure what the Machlekes was, and then he answered it. So chronologically. The Mishnah and Shabbos took place, and I'm sorry, Rabbah's shot in the Mishnah and Shabbos took place after he had his question. Okay, now, either way, we don't like this. Nahi, the son of Rabbi Kiva, Kluta Kamisha, Hunchadami, very nice. Rabbi Kiva holds that being in the ear is as if you did a Hanacha, as if you put something down, but one second. 
let's say I throw, I throw, I throw a ball across my street, right? So I'm on my porch, you're on your porch, you're on your and I throw something across the street. So according to Rabbi Kiva, I'm chayev, because they had a hanach and Rosh Hashanah. So one second, if Kluto's Kamisha Honachadam is as if arrested, why am I not chayev twice? I threw it, Akira, uh. it landed somehow, imaginatively, it landed yeah. in the street, and it goes again, right? From street to porch. So it must be uh, that it only works for Hanacha. Who said it, that the ear could be an Akira? And the problem is our mission said that hands could be in a Hanacha. You could, put, you could drop something in someone's hands, that's a Hanacha. And you pick something up from someone's hands, that's an Akira. So who said, Rabbi Kiva holds his din, that you don't need dollar by dollar by, by Akira. Maybe he only said it's din by Hanacha. Hanacha is the easier way to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to just drop something. He already did halfway. So maybe Hanacha, you don't need dollar by dollar. Who said Akira does not need dollar by dollar? Let's say like this. And he, this Rabbi Kiva, you don't need dollar by dollar for Hanacha. Ha Akira boy, but Akira wouldn't need dollar by dollar. We don't say you're over the Akira by just throwing something in the air. You need to have a real Akira. Alam Rav Yosef Hamani Rabbi this, our Mishnah is not Rabbi Kiva, our Mishnah is Rabbi. Rabbi Yudanasi, the one who authored the Mishnah, so it's him. Hi, Rabbi, which Shita of Rabbi? Which Memra of Rabbi? Seelay Maha, Rabbi, this following dinner, Rabbi said to Tanya. Rabbi told him, Rabbi says, Zorak, someone throws an object, and it lands on a ledge. He throws a frisbee, it lands on a ledge, and it's less than dollar by dollar. Rabbi Mechaev, beautiful. Rabbi says, Yechaev, it does not need dollar by dollar. Why? Chaim say, Potter. Rabbi holds you don't need this dollar by dollar business. Very good, simple, beautiful. We have a beautiful way of finding a, a Tana for a Mishnah. The says, No, Hassam, that Mishnah, you're right, it looks like it's, it's, that's the Machlekes, but the Amiram told us that that's not what the Mishnah meant. We're going to say later on, Abai explained the Mishnah. What did Abai say? That Bryce says, We're talking about a tree that's in Rishasayachid. And the Noifoy, its branches, lean over into Rishasarabim. The Zarak, and now you threw a frisbee. It, it, uh, it lands on the branches. So what are we saying here? The, let's, let's ignore the Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah thing. There's a reason why we, that's the case. But let's ignore that for a second. The branches are Rosh Hashanah. I'm standing in Rosh Hashanah. I cannot carry Dal Amos in Rosh Hashanah. I need Akira now because I have, an, I have an Akira. I'm holding my Frisbee. And I throw it and land in the branches. Now the branch is definitely thinner than Dal Atzvachim. It's not Dal by Dal. But the bark is Dal by Dal. So Rebbe holds... We view the branches uh, after the bark. If the, right. if the trunk was four, four dollar by dollar, so we give the branches a din of dollar by dollar. Right. We don't do that. Now, could be the Rabbanon would agree. That would not be good for our mission right, right, exactly. So, could be the Rabbanon would agree that if the whole tree was in Rosh Hashanah, then maybe we would. But because the, the, the tree was originally in Rosh Hashanah, we would not say, But either way, according to, so now that we know what Rebbe said in the, in, the, in the light of the words of Abaya, we no longer have a ton of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is no tree, there's no bark, there's a person's hands. So Ella Ha Rebbe, it must be this different member of Rebbe. The Tanya, Zarak Mishasarabim, Lashasarabim. So now you're playing uh, you're playing catch with your friend in the park. Let's assume this park is a Rashusarabim. Or Rashusayakhbaemts, and there's a gazebo in the middle. Okay, so the gazebo if it has the proper camp room gazebos, if it has the proper um it has a dinner of Rashusayakhid. 
So someone carrying from a gazebo to a park, if there's no error, would be a problem. You throw the baseball and you throw it straight through the gazebo and it lands on the other side and he catches it, okay? So you're playing catch or there will be no one else there. You're throwing something from Rosh Sarabim through the gazebo and it lands back into Rosh Sarabim, okay? Rabbi says, Okay? One of them for coming out of the gazebo. So there was a kira hanacha from the gazebo going out. One of them going into the gazebo. So, what do you see from here? You don't need he does not differentiate between a kira hanacha. And you do not need a kira da'ar amas. And you don't need hanacha da'ar da'ar tochem. Amal lo'i bo'i akira lo'i hanacha. You do not need to have an Akira Nacha on Dal by Dal, so Rebbe could be the Tana of our Mishnah. Okay, so then the Gemara keeps going back and forth, and I think we'll just stop here. Okay, Shkayach.